that walk, that walk, that walk. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, rolling. This is Walk and Roll Live. This is Walk and Roll Live. A podcast dedicated to the disabled community, sharing stories of courage and triumph, joy and discovery, and everyday successes and challenges. Now, here are your hosts, Doug Vincent and Eric Aguilar. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Walk and Roll Live. Thank you so much for listening. We're coming to you from the Aguilar Professional Training Studio. I am Doug Vincent. Mr. Eric Aguilar is here. How are you doing, sir? Welcome, welcome, guys. How's everybody doing today? So, how was your week? Any excitement come yeah, up? It was, pretty, it was pretty cool, you know. I had a great workout. I did a lot of did a deep cleaning around the house, and I wrote a magnificent article for International Response to Disasters for People with Disabilities, which is going to be published in the next uh, newsletter for the Statewide Self-Advocacy Network that I'm a part of. You did a, a piece for them a few months ago, and I wanted to post it on our website, and I never could find it. So make sure you – can you send it to me? Yes. As a matter of fact, I have a couple of pieces – and this piece could be my best one yet. Very good. Well, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> so just oh. send it to me so I can post it on our on our website. Okay. I like to uh, I like to highlight your achievements, my brother. What did I do this past week? God, it seemed like a busy week. Why? Again, I did the typical stuff, but uh, you know, the highlight probably was uh, Sunday. Got a chance to uh, go over to the the valley in. Uh, in Southern California, just outside of LA. And there's a, a museum, it's called the Galpin Museum. Galpin is a big uh, car dealership in Southern California. And they have a museum. Now, anybody who's a hot rider, you know, or, or you know, had a hot rod magazine when they were a kid and followed, was kind of a gearhead. You know, you've heard of the Rat Fink. You've heard of George Barris. He he made the, the uh, Batmobile and so many other iconic cars. Oh, man. Yeah. Big Daddy Roth, um, uh, Winfield. I forget uh, Mr. Winfield's first name, but it was a warehouse full of all those cars. And some of them, quite a few of them had been restored over the years. So they looked like the day they came out, there was a, you know, a stagecoach with a, you know, big old engine inside and, you know, all those, all those cars that, you know, and, and, and what was fascinating was they had a, a shop there and you could tell they were in the process of, of doing new builds, you know, so all these, a, a couple of those gentlemen have passed, uh, but there's still that legacy is continuing. Uh, also, uh, last Saturday, now did I mention this? Uh, I went to, there was the grand national truck show, uh, that was over at the, uh, Fairplex in Pomona and they did an auction. Um, and I didn't learn this till a couple of days later, but they, they just had a bunch of pieces where guys who do pinstriping did special signs and all that. And they auctioned all those off and they raised money for another organization that I volunteer for, which is called, uh, volunteers for veterans foundation. So they, uh, they made over $25,000 over the weekend and all that money is going to go to help veterans in just all the different things that they kind of need on a day-to-day wow. basis, wherever they need help. E- even if they uh, have benefits through the VA or that kind of thing, there's many times when our organization can help them much quicker. You know, any organization, uh, or, you know, anybody that's got benefits through the, the VA can tell you, e- even though you get those benefits, sometimes it takes a while for them to re- respond, right? Well, we have, uh, uh, the ability to kind of address problems much, much quicker. So, uh, so yeah, a good, a good week, a good week. And just doing a bunch of stuff around the house. that was boring. Get I, a lot of different doctor's appointments that I've had to make. And it's, you know, everybody can relate, you know, when you're trying to make appointments, you know, I, I had an appointment was ready to go. I get a text that says, you know, emergency. Uh, there's a, the doctor had an emergency. Your appointment for tomorrow is called off. And then that morning, the next morning, I get a text that says, don't forget your appointment. I'm like, well, which is it? You know, so I called into the office and yeah, so just an automated system that's just sending out the reminder. So then I had to make another appointment. But anyway, anyway, that's enough of that. We have a very special guest 
uh, on our show today. Uh, this is somebody that Eric uh, put us together with a few weeks ago. Um, Eric, uh, it was the um, Safety Powers uh, you can find them at safetypowers.org. And there's a whole other list of kid powers and this and that and the other. Uh, but it's all about the skill to kind of keep yourself safe in the world. And not only in a physical sense, but also uh, just dealing with those one-on-one interactions that you do with other people over the course of your life. And, and kind of helping you with skills to kind of help you think a little bit before you speak uh, and just, ways to say things that are non-confrontational we'll we'll learn all about that when we come back from uh, our break and we'll hear a little bit more about our sponsor agyar professional training we'll be right back agyar professional training offers comprehensive organizational development and organizational effectiveness services for corporations nonprofits, educational institutions and individuals What they do is improve work environments in key areas, such as performance management gaps, group interactions, morale and trust building, and team dynamics, to name just a few. Using a strength-based approach in conjunction with individual or group coaching, all of the strategies have produced significant results. APT also assists with managing change, improving work processes, training, and management of human capital. Learn more at agyarprofessionaltraining.com, A-G-U-I-A-R, professionaltraining.com. Hello and welcome to Walk and Roll Live. Thank you for listening. You're coming to us uh, from the Agyar Professional Training Studio. I'm Doug with my co-host, Eric Aguilar. How you doing, Eric? Greetings, Super Leaders. I am your pal, Eric. Welcome to another Taco Tuesday. And let me tell you, my day is one heck of a roller coaster, and I'm on my second cup of coffee, folks. <laughs> I strap, you know, pull down the, the, the harnesses and uh, hold on tight, because here we go. We've got a, a wonderful guest today. We're going to be talking with uh, the folks from Safety Powers. And uh, unlike any podcast you've heard us do up to this point, we, we have a, a whole cast of characters we've got erica who is with safety powers and then we have uh, a number of ambassadors that are with safety powers and that will make uh, a more sense as we go through the conversation here today but we've got james we've got lucy thanks for joining us we've got brandy and we've also got linda so uh we'll be hearing from them as we uh, get through the uh the interviews and 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 learn more about safety powers and uh first of all uh, just to kind of set the stage, Safety Powers is a global nonprofit leader in providing emotional and personal safety skills education. They've been doing this since 1989. They have served millions of people of all ages and abilities, cultures, beliefs, identities, and walks of life worldwide through their live online and in-person workshops, educational resources, and partnerships. So uh, all these folks are going to help us make sense about what that means. So first, I think we're going to go to Erica, and, and generally when we have a guest on, uh, we, we like to learn a little bit about the guest. So in this case, probably more about the organization, and we want to kind of go back to the beginning. You know, where did the idea for it come? What was that inception where maybe an aha moment where we, here's a, here's a void that we can fill? Well, Doug, thank you so much. And the, the aha moment or the inception comes from the nonprofit whose description you actually gave there. Safety Powers is a program that began in 2020, which is a program of a larger umbrella organization that has the very long name, Kid Power, Teen Power, Full Power International. (laughs) So the inception for that was in 1986 when a mom was leading her kids in downtown Santa Cruz. Somebody tried to take one of the kids. She is the, the mom is still our executive director, Chef oh. executive director, right? Yeah. She was able to protect her kids and others uh, physically. Folks were fine. Irene walked away from that experience, having lost the belief it's never going to happen to me. <laughs> and certainly not, not in my hometown. Yeah. And 
and with the help of others, created what was at first Kid Power International to help all kids be safe. But in the first year of our work, in our establishment in 1989, expanded to all ages, all abilities. And it, what happened closer to 2019, 2020 is recognizing that while we have always helped people of all abilities learn how to use their power to be safe from bullying, abuse, <laughs> other harm, he had room to grow in making our skills accessible to people with communication challenges. So that's the inception of the Safety Powers Program under the Kid Power International umbrella. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, then that's something I wanted to mention. You know, obviously, we're a podcast about disability, people with disabilities. And so we're probably going to focus today on, you know, and kind of concentrate on how it relates to people with disabilities. So, you know, thank you very much, everybody, for uh, showing up today. Um, what, um, so, so what's that next step? Where, where do we go from here? Well, um, how do you implement that, you know, to, you know, people with, you know, of all types, and, and, and I guess particularly with those with disabilities, how do they find you? How do you find them? How do you then start to give them these skills. That is the dream and the vision of safety powers, which will unfold and grow and improve over the years. In 2020, it began as what we call a course. And I'm putting that in air quotes mm -hmm. <laughs> because that's a terminology that, that humans use for online resources. Uh, but a course implies something that's linear that you, you use beginning to end. Safetypowers.org, that's where people can go to find what I'm talking about is for teens and adults, older teens and adults who want skills to be safe and thrive in the workplace, online, uh, in academic or personal home situations, anywhere. But it's a bit more like going to a gym <laughs> in that when you go there, it's not you have to do a certain order or a right or wrong way or get grades. It's a place where you will find tools, resources, ways to build your own skills. Each person is the expert on their needs, their bodies, their voices, their history, their strengths, their areas of growth. So we built the place and now we're doing outreach and over time what we expect to see is fewer and fewer safety powers staff like myself and more and more people reflecting their lived experience in our ambassador videos and our ambassador coaching showing them teaching every, teaching the world <laughs> ways skills can apply to help them be safe and so the folks here are the beginning 2023 first group of ambassadors. Oh, awesome. So <laughs> I want I want to ask you this. Um you know we, we've started off by you know it sounds like the executive director it was a it was a physical assault that kind of inspired this. Yeah. A threat to a physical a threat? threat okay. to children. Yeah. So it was a verbal threat. But just in my brief time of being exposed to the organization, you know, I I see that it's a it's very broad that term safety you know, because so it can be to try to avoid a physical confrontation, but also it's um, it, it's it's creating a safe space, you know, in a work environment, say, you know, the way we deal with each other. You know, today we hear a lot about being kind to one another. And, and that was a wonderful thing in the in the roundtable that I, I uh, joined was that, you know, we were talking about things just communicating with one another and the subtlety in language, you know, you can say almost the same thing and say it in a much less harmful verbally uh, uh, way than, you know, you, you otherwise might think. And it's subtle differences. And I think it even goes down to intention. I don't think even with the more, you know, if you will, hostile way, it, there was no intention behind it, but those words mean so much, Right. Absolutely. And I don't know if there's a question in there, but those are just my, my observations, just to give, I think, our listeners an idea of the context of what we're dealing with here. It, 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 it's very broad. Safety powers 
like all programs within the broader Kid Power International program, Safety Powers teaches skills. And when it comes to something like cars, fire, and water, most humans in most places, all abilities, cultures, <laughs> tend to focus on skills. Move the curtains away from the candles. Look both ways before you cross. Those are actually skills. Those are behaviors to support safety. When it comes to problems with people, whether it's workplace harassment, street assault, uh, any other online safety, any problems with people, most cultures and most humans in most places tend to put the focus on the problem. Bullying, abuse, abduction, assault, murder, harassment, intimate partner violence. Safety powers skills are the skills to help address those problems in the same way that swimming is drowning prevention, even though nobody really calls it that. <laughs> and that's why when you were saying, oh, these actually just apply to everyday situations. Yeah. You always use your swimming skills, no matter what your abilities are. You are always aware of using your own strategies around water to prevent problems <laughs> and have a good time. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. So same deal. Okay. And, and then I, I think the the ambassador concept is is brilliant you know, because oh, it, it's, it's much more, well, obviously it's interactive, but um, it's also just getting to practice those skills and it uh it's it's a much more um interesting way to learn rather than just you know maybe have a somebody giving a talk and just saying here are the ways that you can do it and then you take notes and you go off and and never get to really apply those and and i think that's what the ambassadors do especially in the round tables it's also a more effective way. Mm -hmm. I should mention our Safety Powers Funder, Ability Central. We are grateful for their commitment and their recognition of the power of this structure. For years, people have asked our organization to lead workshops. And for years, we've told them, you're right. These are skills people should practice in person together day to day, but actually with you, not with us as outsiders. <laughs> and the ambassadors help us bring that to life because mm -hmm. the folks here, James, Lucy, Linda, Brandy, those are just some of the folks that when they know a skill, they are the best ones to teach a skill at the moment that matters to their friends in their communities. So if we can be the bridge between our over three decades of multicultural, multilingual safety education, and we can empower people with not just skills, but skills to teach those skills, then they can own it. And that's why over time we would expect safety powers will we'll always be there, our leadership team to uphold the mission goals and values. But what you should see and hear and feel is more and more people of all different bodies, ages, voices, perspectives, because they're the best teachers. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I, and, by teaching it, you're solidifying you learning it. Yes. Right. And then does that go forward? So the person that's learning it then also teaches it and learns it more and teaches the next person on and on and on. Right. So we take broad. Yes. I, my apologies. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. <laughs> we take a broad view of teaching, which is it's not just direct instruction. The folks who've joined us here today, you can ask them, they may not see themselves as primarily as teachers because they don't schedule a time to lead a class. Most learning about these types of skills is like people learn manners and hygiene <laughs> and cultural norms. We learn it by modeling and coaching. That's mm -hmm. the most powerful way. And so that's the power that these folks here bring is their ability to model and coach and transform safety in their lives and communities. Excellent. So I, we brought everybody here today and gathered you all together. So I say it's maybe time to kind of see some of this in practice, right? Um, do, do you have some, uh, can I just turn it over to you and kind of let you lead and maybe we can kind of just do a round table here. How's that sound? Sure. Well, yeah. how about since I regularly lead round tables along with others on our team, I can start that, but then Doug, you can interrupt at any point. Does that okay. work? That works for okay. me. Yes. So, um, uh, I'm uh, Brandy, James, uh, Linda, Lucy. Is there any particular skill that you 
really like that you'd like to practice right now? I could lead it. Any skills come to mind for you is really relevant? Um, Erica? Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, the power of speaking up or advocacy for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. I really like to speak up power too. Uh-huh. Linda, is there anything you want to say to folks about why that skill really seems relevant to you? Why that rises to the top? Well, okay, yes. Um my disability is that I'm I'm legally blind. Hello. Yeah, we're good. Can you hear us, Linda? We got an accidental mute there. Uh Brandy, while Linda's coming back, you also kind of backed that up yes that came so can you tell us what what speaking up why that rose to the top for you um speaking up where how why that's kind of important for me is um it's it's generally kind of on the harder side for me to speak up and you know um especially kind of being out in the community and so having learned speak up power and different ways that, um, you know, that I can speak up that works for me, especially um, in safety out in the community, it's, it's really made such a huge difference for me. Excellent. Linda, do you have, are you able to talk again? I think so. Yes, we hear you. Okay, great. Um, yeah, go forth. Yeah, the reason speak up or advocacy is so important to me is because in many situations, people don't know how to interact with, you know, I, I'm blind, but, you know, other disabilities and people just don't know what to do. And, um, you know, the ADA has helped us out a lot because sometimes you have to um have people do stuff that they say they won't do in business situations. Um, with me, one of the examples that stands out is when I went to the dentist, um, you know, I called them and they said, you know, come in early because you need to do paperwork. And I said, I'll need somebody from your office to do that paperwork for me. And they said, no, 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 we don't do that. You have to bring somebody with you, you know, and I had to point out to them what the ADA says, because, you know, although there are people in my life that can come with me, I prefer to be independent whenever it's possible. And so, you know, I had to have them actually look it up. And so that way, when I came to the dentist, because my insurance provided transportation so I didn't have to bother anybody else in my life. So when I got there, they had somebody to help me fill out the paperwork. And, you know, health is a a um, category of safety that we don't always think about, but it's important. Absolutely. And as we roundtable that skill in the Safety Powers Roundtable style, You'll notice that Brandy and Linda were really talking about issues where physical safety, emotional safety, and medical safety, the the risks are high. And when we first practice any skill, we keep the risk and intensity low. <laughs> People learn better <laughs> when they're not stressed or scared and when they're relaxed and having fun and get coached and experience success. So while those are the reasons for the skills, some of the most important ones. Uh, we'll use one of our standards for speaking up, which is speaking up about somebody taking your picture when you don't want it, <laughs> which actually can be a part of digital and online safety too, but it can happen anywhere for people at all. <laughs> I'm noticing Eric nodding the head <laughs> up and down. <laughs> so um, the way we do our roundtables, anybody can reach out to us about joining a Safety Powers Roundtable, go to safetypowers.org or email safetypowers at kidpower.org. Anybody can reach out to us about joining. You don't have to apply, uh, but anybody who joins, it's a little, it's a, a concept of if you join, you're there to support other people's practice teaching. 
So you're a pretend audience and everybody gets to participate and everybody gets to pass and everybody deserves coaching. So you'll hear those elements now. <laughs> As I ask folks, they did ask to be on this podcast. So my guess is they won't pass, but they still get to model it. <laughs> <laughs> so James, would you like to practice or pass? I would like to practice. Okay, so I'll coach you first. Will that work? After, after the coaching, I'll do my interview after that. If you, want you may. Can I practice? Can I um, coach you in the skill first? And then then you'll coach the next person? Will that work okay? Yes. Because we're going to roundtable the skills. Okay. Okay. I, I added a little bit extra, so it's not surprising to me that that was confusing. Okay. Right. <laughs> so this is like old old time round table for you and me. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I am actually holding up my actual phone um, because we get our whole bodies involved in our teaching and practices. That's not something people can see on podcast. People adapt for their own bodies. So James, I'm holding up my phone and I'm saying, ah, oh, pretend I was a friend of yours and pretend I said, let me take your picture and you don't want it. Make a fence with your hands. Okay? It's very possible that the person bothering you is sighted. <laughs> and so even if you can't see a fence, there's a chance that they can. So put those hands calmly in front of you. Calmly say, no pictures now. No pictures now. Okay, I'll stop. James, you want me to do that one with you again, even shorter, or are you ready to coach somebody else? Or would you like to pass? I would like to coach someone else. Great. Brandy. Brandy, would you like to pass? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Just the same one again, Brandy. So uh, I'll pretend to take your picture, and then you you put put your fence up with your hands. Okay. um, And say, please, no pictures now. Please, no pictures now. Okay, thank you for speaking up. Well done. Very nice. (laughs) And Brandy, would you like to coach the next person or would you like to pass? Um, Sure. Great. Who would you like to coach? Um, uh, would you? Oh, you know, I don't know. Are our hosts available to coach? Or I think so because they could pass. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, would would you like would you like to be coached, Eric? I I will yes. Okay. I think it would be bad form if I passed right now. I'm not sure. I heard. I'm going to use my speak up to ask about my listening power. Did you say Eric or did you say Doug? Oh, you know it was Eric, Eric, but whoever wants to go is fine. (laughs) You know what? You know what? I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to pass, and uh, and (laughs) I'd love to see Eric. All right. All right. You're on, Um, buddy. Sorry, I don't have a, the phone by me, but I do have a paint bottle. So, okay. my <laughs> so um, pretend pretend this is a phone, and I'm going to take your picture and um make make a fence with your hands and say no pictures, please. No pictures, please. Beautiful. <laughs> And Eric, in true roundtable, safety powers roundtable fashion, you get to choose. Do you want to coach the next person or do you want to pass? I'll pass. All right. Beautiful. And we honor that boundary with some kind of celebration. What you all can't see is I'm waving my hands. (laughs) In addition to saying good job, it's kind of our Zoom-based roundtable version. Lucy, would you like to practice or would you like to pass? Yes, I like to pass. I'll coach you. Does that work? And then you can maybe coach Doug. Doug is the person remaining. Will that work for you, Lucy? Yes, that's fine. All right. So, Lucy, here we go. Pretend I'm your friend taking your picture and you don't want it. Make your fence. Calmly say, no pictures now. No pictures now. Great. Beautiful. And then, Lucy, would you like to coach Doug or pass? I'll pass. I'll coach Doug. And, Doug, you up for practicing? I'm, I'm ready. Great. Go for it, Lucy. Say, pretend I'm taking your picture. Pretend I'm taking your picture. And you don't want it. No and pictures, please. Oh, Doug, that was awesome. That and good? what you did was you did the skill, which is beautiful. It's just not rocket science. <laughs> and in a roundtable, part of the funny job is you're not there to learn the skill exactly for yourself. You can, and you do. Like mm-hmm. you just Yeah. 
you're there to support Lucy's teaching other people. So Lucy's going to do it again. Lucy, are you good doing it again? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Doug, the skill you practice in a round table is pretending you don't know what to do. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> because that's one of the skills we yeah. learn in the round table, because when all of us go to our friends and family and we take those moments to coach in a real life situation, the other person won't have just seen or heard five other people do it <laughs> makes perfect sense <laughs> so it's a weird thing but wait for lucy to coach you and because safety powers is a supportive environment you hear me coaching lucy if lucy needs and wants coaching or me or you <laughs> lucy are you ready yes go for it again say doug pretend i'm taking your picture don't pretend i'm taking your picture you don't want it you don't want it and then use that coaching word, tell him, say, no pictures now. Say, no pictures now. No pictures now. Well okay. done. <laughs> and Doug, that would be an example of how we round table a single skill. That's perfect. Okay, good. So my mistake <laughs> turned into a learning moment. And I I'm like going to speak up because I think we left out Linda. Linda, did I leave you out? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Linda, would you like to practice or pass? Well, I just, I, I don't think I need to practice right now, but I did want to say one thing yeah. um, that you mentioned in our last roundtable. Sometimes, you know, putting up the fence is a mental exercise, not a, you know, you don't have to put your hands out there and some people can't. Right. But you mentally put up a barrier mm -hmm. to um, aid yourself in being able to use your skills. Absolutely. Thank you for speaking up because that hand is a boundary and everything is adaptable to teach the concepts. Thank you, Linda. Do you, do you mind if I propose a particular issue that maybe we can roundtable? Great. And, and, and I think everybody uh, here can relate to this. Over the entire course of my life, I get asked all the time about my disability. And, and, and I'm fine with it 90% of the time. It really comes down to most of the time how somebody asks if they're, you know, very polite about it. And, you know, and usually I know it's coming because it's happened to me for, you know, all these years. Somebody will say, can I ask you a question in a particular way? You know, and I know mm -hmm. what's coming next. So but what if you were you didn't want to an ask, answer the question? You know, you just were in a mood that day and you didn't want to for whatever reason it is, um, you know, because I'll get, you know, you know, why do you walk on crutches or, you know, whatever it is. So can we address that? Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to so, see that. When, so that would be an example of in an actual round table that's not being recorded for the whole world to listen to, <laughs> but you're leading this. So you can share a bit more personal, right? Somebody okay. shares personal and we kind of explore it a little bit. We say, so I'm going to do it a little bit of that with you because there is not one right or wrong answer to any situation. Uh, we teach strategies and skills. And one of them is thinking first. So I'm going to ask a couple more to get it down to a skill uh, because we're going to narrow it down to one situation. You're using speech, Doug, and everybody here has is uses speech. There are people who would use sign or who are non-speaking. Mm -hmm. But right now we're going to focus this on speech. Um, a couple of possible answers could include, and I want you to kind of think about them like you're trying on clothes for a fit. <laughs> It's got to fit you or it doesn't work. Okay. A couple of possibilities um, might be, that's personal. Let's talk about something else. How was your holiday? That's actually a short answer, keeping it calm and putting in a redirect. So there were actually a few. Does that one kind of fit? Yeah, no. You want a couple ideas? You want to try it on? I, I, it, it feels good, but I'd love to hear a couple more ideas though. <laughs> okay. Um, so I included that's personal, which... If it's delivered with uh, a voice that's soft or worried, could open a door to, if I said, that's personal, that could sound kind of shaming, yeah. right? And so if you want to not even skirt there, if you don't even want to go there, you could just use the redirect. So Doug, say to me, can I, 
Uh, so might it be, can I ask you a question? How did you end up using crutches? Is that a possible question that somebody yeah, might? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and say that to me, and I'm going to respond with a redirect without answering your question. Are you okay. ready? Yep. Go for it. Can I ask you a question? I see you walk on crutches. How did that happen? Oh, you're the one who visited France. Didn't the host tell me about you visited France, didn't you, Doug? Ah. <laughs> Was that last month or did you, right? Do you see how somebody's going to, if you show that joyful leadership for a different direction? Now, does that only work for somebody that, that, now, did you know that they did that or you're just I made that, that up? up. Uh, gotcha. I made that up yeah. because in an actual situation, um, I'm going to ask everybody listening and everybody here to gasp like you're startled. Everyone go, do that. Well, Including you, Doug. All of us, ready, go. <laughs> now stay there stay there if we get stuck like oh my gosh they're asking me this very personal question and this is offensive then we can't think clearly now relax everybody all the ambassadors show us calm down power everyone's pressing their palms together and doug and eric you can join in <laughs> if we call for a moment we can think and doug when we think we just take that moment you as that individual will actually be able to draw from your context. Uh, the well, person hosting this event mentioned France. I think like that you'll find a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you, because this has happened to me so many times, I mean, too many to even count over the years. The thinking part isn't really an issue because I've, I've had time to think about what I would say. And like I say, when, when people ask me respectfully is fine. And it's not really until, somewhat recently that I've even thought about it as being a true issue. Because when you put it in the context, if you see, let's say you see a woman and she's wearing a scarf on her head and you can tell that there's no hair under that scarf. And generally that means, you know, it's a visual cue that somebody is dealing with cancer. And you would, you wouldn't, I would hope not, bring that up to somebody and ask them about their, their journey and their struggle and their fight with cancer, a stranger, a total stranger. So why is it okay? Totally. Right. So okay, why is it okay to ask me about, you know, and I say this, even knowing that it's not really a problem for me. Like I say, I, I I've, I've answered the question since I was, you know, old enough to speak. So, um, you know, it's not a problem with me, but when you are disrespectful, let me give you an example somebody you you know you get on the elevator and i got on an elevator with a guy and there's that awkward silence when you get on an elevator with a stranger all of a sudden you're in this intimate space with somebody you don't know and it's weird so we're standing there in this silence all of a sudden this is what i hear what happened to you so that's probably not the way to approach something so that so so they didn't ask me respectfully so at that point I don't feel the need to answer their question. I, not that I was going to be disrespectful, but all I said was, was, you know, I, I, I didn't sleep well last night. What an excellent <laughs> answer. And that is a teachable skill. Yeah. One of the things we point out here, Doug, is that's why you're the better teacher. We teach the how that answer for that context. Yes. You remember what I said before, that answer may not work when you get into the boardroom or when you right, go to, right, because right, the context will be different. There is even for the same person or the same couple of people, 10 minutes apart. But what you just gave there was an example of a skill you've developed. Yeah, it was definitely tailored for that situation. I, yeah. nev I never did that before and I've never done it since. And safety power oh. is about folks like yourself getting Erica. traction. Hold on just a second. Thank you for speaking up, Linda. I'll finish this sentence and then create that space. Thank you for speaking up. Uh, so, Doug, for folks like yourself, when you realize this is a skill, rather than just explaining it to somebody, talking to people about skills doesn't teach skills. Like swimming you need to practice instruments, games. Need to get in the pool. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Linda, thank you for your patience yeah. and persistence. What were you going to say there? I was just going to say, you know, an, another um, response might be, that's a long story, you know, yes. that I don't, I don't yeah. want to uh, tell right now. 
Absolutely. And it, did you have more there or did I just talk over but you? Yeah, it, it's just it's it's respectful and it gets the yeah. point across. Yeah. Yes. Pauses are important. Also, Linda's pausing to give an example, right? So that we can hear that's a long story. And that also highlights the value of the redirect, the redirect skill that all of us can learn and model. And Doug, you were saying, you know, what makes this okay? It's not necessarily okay. We don't teach skills because because there's bad people and good people or right people and wrong people. We teach skills for the world we're all actually in. <laughs> and in the world we're in, people do things for reasons that make sense to them. Sometimes out of ignorance, lack of knowing, uh, lack of exposure, sometimes cruelty, sometimes threat. Like it could be any one thing. Insensitivity. Yep. Mm. It's a waste of our time, effort, and it robs us of joy to worry about other people's intention. That example that Linda gave, she gave with some skill, right? <laughs> she said it slowly. That's a long story. And that same piece, I'm going to say what I'm thinking, Linda, and then I'd love to hear your version of the redirect, because she may not want to sit there at the party talking about why this is disrespectful. <laughs> the I don't want to do that. I came here to talk about this new movie release or this book that is making sense, whatever it is, yeah. or to eat the snacks. <laughs> like, that's why I'm here. So it might be, that's a long story. And I'd prefer to talk about other stories with you. What's something you like doing? See, that's the Linda's version of that's a long story, followed by a redirect. Linda and then James, thank you for for uh, raising. Oh, and 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 Brandy, your hand. Brandy, also. Yeah. Linda, can you give a version that's authentic to you of like that's a long story, followed by a redirect to change the subject? Um. It could be. I was just thinking of something kind of obvious, like, that's a really long story. How about those Lakers? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the obvious, Linda, is the absolute best. That yeah. one is solid. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, and it's humor, so it diffuses any, you know, yes. issue that you're going to have. Yeah, negative. And we go to Brandy. She had her hand up first, I think. Oh, thank you. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, I think, the response kind of depends on the individual because, you know, both responses are good. For me, you know, I probably wouldn't use Linda's response because for me, I just feel like that would just open up too much for me and people would just kind of try to keep pushing Doug's response, I feel I would be more comfortable with because, you know, it stopped the person and it probably made them think a little bit too. So, but I mean, there is, it's kind of whatever works for the individual. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, James? Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say, Doug, was um, that I, I, I was, I, I have a disability where um, I have learning difficulties sometimes. Um, and um, when people ask me like, oh, why, 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 why do you act that way? Why do you, why do, you do that? And, and what I say is I have a learning difficulty. And um, what I also say is I started a, a business doing uh, genealogy and uh, photography for myself and I'm self-employed. Yes, and what I wanted to say was that that comes up a lot in in my life, where um, even clients at my at my program say, "Oh, um, do you know any information about this person?" And then it's like, I don't want to talk about that right now because that's that's personal, and I don't want to uh, break confidentiality or whatever um, with that person or break the friendship that I have with them because. They're asking me too many personal questions. So that's what I'm saying is that that I've had to deal with this my whole life, but um, but I have learned ways of like closed mouth power like this. <laughs> and can you describe what you just did, James? Yeah. Closed mouth power was just pursing my lips to say nothing. So 
pursing my lips to say nothing so that way it doesn't escalate into something that goes deeper into whatever else goes on. So, yeah. Thank you for bringing up that. Yeah. Very central. <laughs> yeah. So, so but, now I think we have a pretty good hand handle on, you know, what the roundtables are, what the ambassadors do. Um, can we, how do you become an, an ambassador? How would you get involved? And also, I'd love to hear maybe some other stories of real life situations where this has worked for them. Okay. Yeah. So Which do you want to do first? Do you let's want- let's uh, talk about uh, how uh, people listening, if they wanted to do this and uh, right. and become ambassadors or you know be a part of a roundtable. Yeah. Excellent. So again, safetypowers.org. And Doug, I'm going to ask permission because if people are listening to this, then they definitely know a way to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. And if anybody gets stuck trying to find safety powers, do they have permission to contact Walk and Roll Live and that yeah. you can put them in touch with us? Absolutely. Great. So safetypowers.org, you will find the the course, like I said, basically the the social emotional safety skills gym. Right? Okay. <laughs> and then you do need to register. And that might also be a place where people might want support, uh, like renting a building to work on a gym. We don't have control over the hallways and bathrooms and positionings, right? There are things we can change and things we can't. If things are hard to get in, hard for people's accessibility tools, speaking up, speak up power about that. I want safety powers, but I'm having trouble registering. That will help us learn and make it better. So you find it, register. There are videos made by ambassadors like the folks you see and hear with us right now. These folks haven't made videos. I wouldn't be surprised in a year if that's different. (laughs) There are about 30 other 40 ambassadors who enjoy making videos, and there are videos showing skills. You can add skills. You can watch them. Like the gym, you can go to the equipment you want. (laughs) You don't have to go beginning to end. If you're interested in being an ambassador, the bar is very low meaning you don't need to apply, you don't need to prove that you are worthy, (laughs) you don't need to convince. Um, You commit, if you come in, to when you are in a roundtable, being, as we have here, a learner, a supportive learner, that we're not shaming, we're not blaming, we're providing coaching and support. Um, You never have to come back again. (laughs) So, but if you show up, it is because you share that commitment to safety and well-being for all. And so the only way to do that, go to Safety Powers and reach out to us. Excellent. And I think I did already. I can't remember offhand, but if I haven't, I will add you to the resources page on our website, walkandrolllive.com. Thank you so much. I think think people will find it right now. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so, um, maybe we can uh, kind of go around the room real quick. Uh, I haven't heard from Lucy in a while. Uh, can you share a, a, a real story where you've, you know, you learned a skill and put it to use, uh, when you were confronted I, with somebody? I, I try to, I've learned how to be like, get along with people better. So it's helped you get along with people better because yes. you feel like you've been able to kind of be assertive. And yeah. and create the environment that you want around you. Yes, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Brandy, are you? There yes, you go. I'm Get here. you unmuted. There you are. <laughs> All right. You have a, a good example to share. Um. Uh, you know. Uh, yes. You know. Mine kind of all come back to um being out in the community. Um. But you know, I um I've definitely learned um a lot um a lot of skills that have helped me and um you know one one of the more recent skills well actually um two um you know in an interaction um that I, you know that i've had um in a place of business where they make it i'm hard of hearing and so you know at times they make it very difficult um for for me to order and so I've learned, um, you know, skills to, to help with that. And then also um, safety and awareness skills. Um, I, you know, um, I had somebody 
following me not too long ago when I was in the community and I learned, um, you know, definite, you know, skills to keep me safe and what to do. And it's just made such a huge difference for me. Thank you, Brandy, for sharing. Um, uh, James? Yes, I've also learned a lot of uh, safety powers um, uh, being being an ambassador. And um, one of them was the closed mouth power like I uh, did there. And um, also I've worked on uh, the speak up power and um, the calm down power and also the think first power before speaking. And it, it's a work in progress, but um, the thing is that I have been able to diffuse a situation that's happened um, in my in my community where people keep asking me these personal questions, and I just feel like, why can't why can't why do you why are you so interested? That's what I'm trying to say. Is like why are you so interested about this person if you don't if you don't talk to who who knows the answers. So the thing is that I don't always have the answers for these people. And I just say, I don't want to talk about it right now because I want to focus on something else or redirect the conversation to something positive. Um, and that's what I've learned here at safety powers is that there's some skills there. And I did, I did a boundary video with Lucy um, that's already on the, on the website and we've given consent for that. Um, and, um, and this is my first podcast, so I don't know how to act really, but I'm just <laughs> speaking cause it just records the audio, but yeah, but I'm just, uh, I'm just really happy that I'm part of this, uh, global program and I've actually implemented some of the skills that I've learned here in my own, my own center. And we're planning to do a, like a, like a zoom or a ring central with my own community later on this year maybe um i'd love to see that well you, you said something very important in there you were talking about you you know you, you don't know it all at this point well that's life you know we're continually learning i i feel at least if you're you know if you're a serious person you're always trying to improve so uh oh, congratulations yeah. and, on that and I, and I volunteer two two jobs and i do uh do the photography and the videography and stuff for myself but um, well, that, that's good, and it, it keeps me busy and uh, out of trouble. So that's good. <laughs> so, so um, do you do you feel like your uh, experiences with safety powers has helped you open up all those avenues that you're involved with? Um, actually, I've had help from both safety powers and my program to find me voluntary jobs um, in the past, and I've been doing uh, food sortation is one of my uh, volunteer jobs over at White Pony Express down in Pleasant Hill, but um, but I've been doing that for seven years now, and I've been in my program for seven years, and um, they really like me, and uh, they they everybody everybody seems to like me all the time, and mainly it's because I speak differently. <laughs> there we go, <laughs> James. I think people really enjoy, it. and not only did you and Lucy, not only did you and Lucy make a video, Lucy and James participated as ambassadors and then led teaching of skills to other folks at their program with in person with our safety powers leader, MJ Hayes, supporting them by zoom. But that would be James and Lucy teaching those skills. Lucy, is there anything you wanted to share about that experience? Well, I've been really enjoying the experience um, learning body language, learning body language to deal with situations. Yeah, yeah, and that's easier for you to show in person. So that's been a nice part of blending using the online venue for us to support people in person with their own friends and communities. And then uh, Linda, do you have an experience that uh, you've, you've uh, gained through being an ambassador that you'd like to share? Um, yes, basically, it's, I, I don't know what they name it as, but, um, you know, when somebody has said something offensive, a, a more proper way to respond to it, you know, take out the feelings and respond to it in, in a way that can make things better, 
We refer to that as a trash can skill. So the safety powers yeah. trash can skill. <laughs> so so you, you keep yourself from going down to their level, right? Yes. Yeah. Take the high road. <laughs> yeah. Think first, you know, and, and make it a um an intelligent response instead of a um reaction. Yeah, Eric yeah. can go out. Yeah, after. I was gonna say, Eric, uh, what do Eric? you have to share? I wanted to say, James, you bring up a real excellent point. That happened to me uh, once, too. And um, what I realized that, you know, college or no college, everybody has their own points, um, good or bad, one way or the other. Doug, would you like the three pieces of the trash can skill or shall people find it on safety powers? Um, I think at this point, because we're we're running fairly long, uh, much longer right. than our other podcast. <laughs> but, that, you know, and I kind of figured that with, you know, having a larger group. But I, I think uh, what I'd like to do now is just uh, as we wind down, just make sure that I've asked all the questions and you've had uh, the opportunity to answer and cover anything that you wanted to make sure got out about safety powers and uh, reiterate where they can get a hold of uh, you guys. And I am thrilled to have this opportunity on behalf of our whole international team that's invested safety powers and Ability Central as a, as a California-based funder. But this work that we're doing here, while it's focused on California, does indeed benefit people of all abilities worldwide through the work that we're doing here in California. So thank you for this opportunity to share information and to spotlight our amazing core ambassadors here. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we are thrilled to have you guys on. I really appreciate you all taking the time and, and spending it with us today. And uh, a special thanks to Eric Aguilar, our co-host, who uh, put us together. You know, him and Safety Powers were working together, and that's how we were introduced to you guys. So uh, thank you, Eric, for, for that. No problem. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you again for joining us on Walk and Roll Live. If I could be you. And you could be me. For just one hour. If you could find a way. To get inside. Each other's mind. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk a mile in my shoes. Walk, Walk a mile, mile in, in my, my shoes. shoes. We've all felt left out. And for some, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Walk a mile in my shoes. What's up, everybody? I'm Eric Aguilar from Walkable Live. I'm here with my buddy, Doug Vincent. Welcome back. Hey, good to be here. Listen, uh, as we wrap up, just want to say uh, anything you heard in our interview, uh, if you have questions about it or want to get in touch with them, you can send us an email, uh, warlive at walkandrolllive.com or any comments about the show. You know, and, and I've said this uh, a few times in, in episodes, but, um, you know, and I've said if you have any comments or you know, or, or suggestions or whatever. Also, I wanted to add to that, you know, we're, we've been doing this for three months ish now. Um, and there's just a number of things I think about, you know, are they working? Are they not working? Um, and one of those things is like the length of the show is the length working and, you know, is it too long? Is it just right? Do you want it to be shorter? Any, any ideas like that, like that, that you have, uh, feel free to share them with us and, uh, we'll, take that under advisement, right? And we'll kind of see if we can make some adjustments in the show to give you what you want. Um, we always talk about events uh, here at this point. And I don't know, do you have any events that you've got coming up that you're involved with or want to tell people about? Well, right before we go dark for the holidays, I'm working on the slideshow for autism awareness for my last requirement to become an accessible leader through this uh organization we had on previously as a uh, guest speaker called the uh, Center of Information and Resources Incorporated. Right. And what's really unique about this presentation is that I'm going to tie it together to a personal story about my fiance who has autism. And that, that event is when? Somewhere uh, between the uh, uh, couple of days right before Halloween. Okay, so let us know when you get a specific date and we'll include it in our podcast yeah gotcha and we could also do a, a small segment for uh halloween itself that'd be a wonderful idea too all right all right you put it together let me know and then uh, also if you're a possibilities family you know if you uh, here in southern california in, in uh, 
in the Inland Empire, that area specifically, uh, they're having a their fall picnic coming up. That is going to be on October 15th, and you do need to register. They're going to have lunch and drinks. They're going to be provided. Bring your chairs uh, if you'd like to sit uh, other than on the lawn, but uh, we'll uh, put that up on our, our website as well on the events page, and we'll put the link in there where you've got to register. Other than that, I think we're good to go, right? Let's wrap it up. Tell everybody goodbye in your inimitable way. Before we go, I just like to mention that I've always been a big fan of uh, Hot Wheels cars ever since I was a kid. It gives me a golden opportunity to explore the uh, world of uh, rare and cool-looking cars. But more on that next time. I'm Eric Aguilar. That's the way the cookie crumbles. We will see you next time. See ya! Walk and Roll Live is heard around the world at walkandrolllive.com, Podbean, and Spotify. Like us at facebook.com slash walkandrolllive. You can email us at warlive at walkandrolllive.com with comments, observations, or whatever's on your mind. Whatever's on your mind. Have a topic you'd like to hear or a guest you think would be great for the show? Let us know. Look for new episodes every Tuesday afternoon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.